0: And welcome into personally foul. I am Brooks Carter, alongside
1: Justin Innis. You gonna
0: introduce yourself or what? I thought you were gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, welcome in. This is episode one of personally foul. I'm Brooks Carter. He's Justin Ennis. We are two guys with Alabama roots living in the Midwest. They're gonna talk about sports,
1: life, and a lot of other bullshit. I'm excited. You forgot to mention how fat our dicks are. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So you guys with Alabama roots, and fat cocks. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm not gonna make cl- any claim to that.
1: Yeah, you you got to be the you're the straight man in this.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's gonna be a consistent theme, I would say. I, to kind of give some background, Justin and I. Uh, Justin is from Alabama. I went to school at the University of Alabama. We're both. From the south. Um, I'm just from Georgia. But when I say Alabama roots, that's where I'm defining the Alabama roots
1: from. That, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough to consider it. That's definitely Alabama I lived roots. in Tuscaloosa for like almost five years. Yeah. So uh, I am,
0: from a professional standpoint, have a background in broadcasting. I work for uh, Good Karma Brands, owner of ESPN 94.5 and WTMJ here in uh, Milwaukee, where both Justin and I now reside, which I'm sure at no point in his nor my life would we have said, I'm going to live in
1: Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Never once was it a thought in my life. I mean, it barely even seemed like a real place. It was just like a real. It's it not was, a real place. It, I'd never been. I had no intention of going. It's like I mean, it was basically like Bangkok, Thailand to me. I never had any intention of going to Thailand. I'm like, when am I ever going to go to? Thailand? When am I ever going to go to Milwaukee? Well, I mean, my mother. Here.
0: My mother almost made it appear as if it was a whole other country. She literally asked my wife, um, "Are there going to be places to service your car up there?" <laughs> It, you mean like a garage? Oh, well, and, and yeah, and, they have those. Yeah, and my and my wife said, yeah, it's still it's still the United
1: States. It's like, are you worried they're not going to take our money or something? What the hell are you? Talking I mean, about? And even if we were in Canada, I think they still have like car dealerships there. My car was made in Canada. I bought it in Tennessee <laughs> from a guy from Uzbekistan. So people yeah. buy and sell shit all over the place.
0: Um, I am, I guess what you would say, like, uh, I I am more of the professional, I guess, if you wanted to say that. in every
1: sense of the word and in every facet of our friendship, you are the more professional one. (laughs) And
0: Justin's going to be the amateur here making dick jokes, so. Pretty much. All right, so. Which I'm excited about. Justin and I met... uh, in college, or not in college, my first year out of college in Nashville. In my first
1: year after dropping out of college.
0: Well, I guess you should say we
1: met, you were in college, I'm two years older than Justin. So. Oh yeah, I was, curr- I was failing out of college when we met. Fair enough. I was in the process of being like, I'm out of this. Okay, Pretty so I, my
0: first year out of college, I moved to Nashville and unsuccessfully lived there for a year.
1: Yeah, but well, we had fun. I, I mean
0: that would that would, I would that, wouldn't you certainly say that was unsuccessful?
1: I unsuccessfully lived there for six years, <laughs> so I think I got you beat. But <laughs> well, you met your girlfriend now. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. we met in Nashville. So yeah, yeah, thing. I guess so. The relationships weren't unsuccessful. I met two people that I think I will have lifelong relationships with in Nashville, and other than that, fuck that city and everyone in it. I would hope so. Justin and I have a unique relationship. <laughs> Justin did my
0: Justin. We had paid to be ordained and do my wedding, What's which up? is.
1: For $45 you can have some random dickhead marry you. Oh, what was Lord. it called? The Universal Life Church. I still get emails from them. The Universal Life Church. Yeah, it's really easy. Turns out they don't give a shit who marries who. <laughs> like they don't care. It's just a I got a fake card. I have a I have a little dumb card that says I'm ordained. I brought it to your wedding like I thought someone was going to ask to fucking see it. <laughs> A cop's going to show up. Nobody cared. They were like, just sign the marriage certificate.
0: They just need to run your name to the system to make sure the person who signed the marriage certificate was legitimate.
1: Yeah, it was actually alive and there. That's all they care about.
0: All right, so um, as we mentioned, the name of the show is Personally Foul, a playoff of any sort of sport thing uh you know a personal foul in football personal foul in basketball or personally foul like justin and i tend to be from time to time
1: hey they have personal fouls in basketball
0: i mean they call it i mean it could be
1: is that what is that a
0: technical is that what they call it it's just a foul i mean there's different there's there's a flagrant foul there's a technical foul
1: oh those are different
0: yeah i don't watch basketball a flagrant you get one of them and you're thrown out technical you can get up to two before you're thrown out. Oh, okay. And then a regular, like, just like a regular personal foul in basketball is, like, what you wouldn't get if you, like, got five and fouled out. Oh, okay. All right. That's like fouling someone on a shot. Oh, okay. A flagrant is when you do something so bad that you're immediately thrown out of the game.
1: Wasn't that guy on the Warriors, like, kicking people in the dick a couple years ago? Draymond Green? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the NBA, it's a little bit different. They have what they they tier it. You
0: can get a flagrant one. And if you get one more of the, like the the technical doesn't exist in the NBA. It's just called flagrant. So if you get a a flagrant two, you're immediately thrown out. It's kind of like yellow card and red card in soccer.
1: Oh wow, you went to another sport I don't watch. Awesome. thanks. Awesome. <laughs> well, let's get to it. It's sport. like in cricket when someone knocks over those fucking stacks of shit behind the guy with the nobody weird understands cricket. <laughs> I had an economics professor in college who was from the Caribbean. He played professional cricket. I'm like, that must be a real lucrative business, dude. They make some bank. Like,
0: oh, if you look at the top ten like paid athletes in the in the world. Like there's a couple from India that are professional cricket players. They make absolute bank playing cricket in India. Really? Well, yes. I guess I mean, I
1: mean, dude, there's like a billion people in India.
0: Well, yeah, and, and I mean, like, I mean, among those, I think the typically the highest paid is like a, is uh, like people from the Premier League or that play soccer in either you know uh, somewhere in Europe, either in Spain
1: mm-hmm. uh, in
0: their league. Well, or, Ronald,
1: Ronaldo from he he yeah he played in Spain for uh, in Por- he's from Portugal but played yeah. in Spain for years. Yeah, well, he's like one of the top grossing athletes. Ever, yeah. Well, I mean, you look at those guys. It's funny when you see those, you go to the social media profiles of those international soccer players, and they're like, oh, 500 million people follow this guy. That's interesting. Yeah, and
0: that's crazy because when you think about who the most followed U.S. athlete, I would venture to say it's probably LeBron, who we'll be mentioning here in a few moments. Yeah, Um, He has, like, probably 60, 70 million followers and, like, all these European guys or all these guys that play soccer professionally that are international superstars will have way into the million, like hundreds of millions of followers. It's crazy.
1: It's wild when you see that stuff. So
0: let's get to a sport that we are much more, uh, I guess, knowledgeable about to to think about. Curling. Uh, Yes,
1: exactly, since we're so close to Canada now. (laughs) Uh, There is a curling club around here somewhere.
0: We're going to do a little thing we'll call Fair or foul playing off the show name to uh, start the show each week. And we'll go ahead and get into it here. As uh, we record about middle of July here, we'll probably have this episode coming out later this week. We've got some kinks we got to work through to make sure we get everything um, where it needs to be before we upload our first episode. But this will still be a massive topic of conversation. Friday, as we record here on a Sunday evening, on Friday, it was announced that the Big Ten would be playing an only con- uh, a conference-only football schedule due to COVID-19, which we, mm. we've literally been uh, recording for probably
1: five or six minutes, and we have
0: yet to mention coronavirus. That is fantastic in my uh, opinion. We're the first
1: podcast to do that since all this shit started. We're <laughs> <laughs> the only one that made it five minutes. I'm not talking <laughs> about this stupid disease. <laughs> God, I hate it. Ruins everything. (laughs) So due
0: to COVID-19, they have uh, announced that they are going to be playing a conference-only football season. So, uh, And then soon thereafter, we've seen the ACC and the Pac-12. So three of the five, I guess, pedestals of the Power Five have now said that they're going to be playing conference-only, which Mm -hmm. us two, as Alabama fans... Uh, We now know that Alabama and USC has been canceled, which was the season opener. USC, I'm sure they were rejoicing that they didn't have to get the shit kicked out of them again like they did back in 2016. Um, Same venue, everything. Also, we're not going to see games like Ohio State and Oregon.
1: Oh, shit. I didn't realize that was lined up for this year. A
0: big non conference game. And then, furthermore. We will also not see a ton of these rivalry games because you think about the ACC, we're not going to see Clemson, South Carolina for the first time in over 100 years. Florida, Florida State. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Kentucky, Louisville, all these. Oh, my God. Yeah, so all of these, you know, think about the games that are played during rivalry week. I think a lot of people were thinking about the big non-conference games that were slated for September that you get a lot on the first couple of opening weekends. Also, if if this, uh, you know, with this decision by – the ACC, we're not going to see those games take place. Um, And just – there's a lot – there's so many different elements and layers to these decisions if you start thinking about – the SEC and the Big 12 are the only two out of the Power Five that have not announced anything. But they've basically had their hand forced here. Um, Yeah, there's no way they're going to – There's no way they're not going to do this, I I don't think, at this point. uh,
1: Unless they all kind of buddy up together with, like, the other ones that haven't announced, they'll go, we'll play two games with this conference – instead of just playing in the SEC. But I feel like they're going to get shat on no matter what if they decide to go against that decision. We're
0: 50 days roughly from college football, what was supposed to be the initial start of the college football season, Labor Day weekend. This seems a bit, I guess, soon, a bit presumptuous to come out and say it this early, to make this decision this early. Um, given that we don't know what the circumstances of, of this disease and the cases and the deaths and all that, all the stuff that is associated with it, what it's going to look like yeah, come Labor Day. But um, I get it from the standpoint of now, like these conferences are going to be able to like, the, the question is like, uh, you know, fair or foul, this is a legitimate solution and, I'm, and I'll present both sides of it to you here. Mm-hmm. From a conference commissioner's standpoint, they are—you uh, know—the question has been asked: Okay, like, why would it not be safer for like Florida State to go play an in-state opponent against Florida, right. which is not in the same conference? But they could go up to Boston College and play a conference opponent
1: right. that's in Massachusetts. And here's where a lot of this logic falls apart because, in my eyes, this is a very superficial, surface-level solution to appease the public, the angry public, the people that are going around filming people in supermarkets not wearing masks and yelling at them. It's to appease those retards and make them feel better because what you just said blows open their logic of this. Like, are you telling me that we can't drive from Tallahassee to Gainesville to play, but I got to go up to fucking New England and play these eagle assholes and figure out yeah, well, what because you it's, Well, and the reason behind it is they're gonna. I mean, you're gonna. They're gonna be stuck on a bus for fourteen hours, on the, or they're on, or they're on a plane for six hours trying to get up there. Yeah, exactly. So either way, they're gonna be contained. If you take a bus, I mean, how long? How long do you think it takes to drive from Tallahassee to Gainesville? Five to eight hours, somewhere around there. Uh, Gainesville's probably like north, uh, north central, yeah, Florida,
0: um, and Tallahassee's over on the. Redneck panhandle down there.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Though
0: but like the 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 point I do get from this from a commissioner's standpoint is they're going to be able to uniform testing of every single opponent that would show up on the schedule. So like yeah. you are able to like if all Ohio State is playing is other Big Ten opponents, the commissioner of the Big Ten knows that the only like everyone that's on their schedule ha- will have gone to the same COVID-19 testing protocols and all the same health procedures yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I get it from that standpoint, but logistically, outside of that, it makes no sense to me. I don't think this is a legitimate solution because no. if you start looking at this from a layer standpoint, the ACC is actually going to welcome Notre Dame in. You think about college football independents who aren't a part of conferences. Yeah, I don't think we should outside let of Notre, <laughs> Outside of Notre Dame, like, you know, the ACC has that, agreement with Notre Dame so they're actually mm-hmm. they'll be able to get looped in here and play a full schedule I would say but you yeah. start looking at other teams UConn is going independent this year really U- I didn't know that yeah they've left the American Athletic Conference and rejoined the Big East but the Big East does not sponsor football any longer so UConn football will be an independent this year UMass is an independent New Mexico State is an independent mm-hmm. uh who is the Liberty University who just moved up to the FBS last year oh, they're right. an independent who the hell are these guys going to play if everybody starts going conference only? Because, I mean, other? No, they will, but it's also like, okay, how are you going to get to – like, how are we going to choose the college football playoff if we've got some some teams playing six-game seasons and we've got other teams playing 10 or 11-game seasons? It's, yeah. it's an absolute clusterfuck oh, by,
1: because of this decision to do this. What, what they're going to end up having to do – and, well, I'm not saying they'll do this because this is the ideal situation – they take they, – each one of those independents gets adopted into a conference so they're able to play those teams. And, of course, they have to sign on to the that testing, like you said, the uniform yeah. testing. And every every conference – now we won't have any of those like, ah, well, Notre Dame didn't play a conference championship and da, da 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 Now we have the conference champions. We throw them all into a round-robin tournament and whoever comes out alive is the national champion. Let's and then see. we fin- find out like, oh, it turns out a – Four team playoff isn't exactly what the people want. I mean, you're telling me that you could, th- if you threw together an eight team well, playoff see, this is out the, of the this out is of the, the conference champions, I'm every college football fan on earth would be like, "Fuck yes!" See, let's that's kind
0: of what I'm thinking here now. If is is if everyone winds up playing a conference only schedule or something of that sort, mm-hmm. I could actually see the SEC doing something to still play a 12 game season. Where if like maybe they made an agreement with you know the lesser F- FBS conference that happens to be in the exact same footprint as the SEC, like the Sun Belt. Yeah. Also, I would... Lo- I mean, like, so uh, think but about that. There's like, a lot of teams
1: in uh, the Ohio Valley Conference. There's lots of different...
0: Well, it would be the MAC that would be Division One. Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah. for, the, for the Big Ten, but they've already made their decision is what I'm... Uh, so, I mean, yeah. like you know there could be some conference USA or American Athletic Conference teams that are all out there in Texas and Louisiana that could play the big that could play the big 12 um in that type scenario like you think about those those teams like mm. Ohio State has now removed or the Big 10 has now removed like the, the MAC those schools rely on getting those paychecks yeah when they play you know Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, they rely on those paychecks, you know, the Bowling Greens and the Ohio Universities and the Miami of Ohio. like
1: The Jacksonville States that come in and upset LSU. uh,
0: Yeah. um, Like, they they rely on those, you know, million-dollar paychecks to go play
1: these games, and so if they're just going to be playing each other, that's a big loss. It's a huge – well, I mean, already everything's taking a financial hit because I was talking to a friend of mine last night who went to a minor league baseball game. This past weekend,
0: which was had to have been an independent league, not the Mo, ML, yeah. the MLIB, because the MLB actually announced that the mm. ones that are affiliated with Major League Ball Clubs they canceled their minor league. Oh season. yeah,
1: this is a very this is some low rent
0: shit. Um, it's not the, uh, the 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 Madison um, Trash
1: Pandas, no, uh, the Rocket City Trash Pandas, Rocket City pa- uh, Trash Pandas. Yeah, that's my home, that's my hometown, baby. What's up? <laughs> if you're listening to this, Google Rocket City Trash Pandas and try not to buy merch. Oh, it's great. that's the the only reason they set up their name that way. Dude, they had to set up a permanent merch store in a very nice mall in Huntsville, Alabama because they were selling so much shit. The online store is almost constantly sold out. But anyway, she went to a minor league game around here this past weekend, and the way they were doing it is they were just selling seats. They were selling a limited number of seats in a section, so you didn't get a specific seat. You got to go to the section AA14 or whatever, and then... You just have to space out, like you pick a spot over here, and the guy, like a row above you, picks a spot away away from you. So you kind of have to spread out there. So already, every team that tries to do a live sporting event is taking a financial hit because they can't sell fans. Tickets. No, I mean yeah.
0: fans will not. I don't think fans will be in attendance at all, and I don't think fans will you be in NFL games. <sighs> well, there's already been some preliminary discussions from NFL teams. There was just one team I saw earlier this week that announced that they. Um, We're going that they believe they could allow up to fourteen thousand fans in attendance in the stadium seats, like around seventy. And I I can't remember who it was. It was an it was an an NFL team, though. Um, I don't. I don't don't think. I don't think anybody. I just. I think the first team that does it is going to get just absolute backlash.
1: Um, I I think here is the thing: if they fight through that and it ends up being a success, like say, I don't know. I'm not as much of a believer in the. Hype of everything, but if they come in and they take care of everything, everything's pretty clean, and the people are spaced out enough. And well, NASCAR's actually allowed some limited fan, like Talladega. The race
0: was there a few weeks ago. I think yeah. they had five thousand fans in attendance. Like big deal. Uh, what and, what and then, is and, Talladega seat? Oh, I mean over, like, over around a hundred. Yeah, I mean they've. It's I mean, it's, it's the it's the biggest track from an oval standpoint on the whole course. It's two point six six miles and literally the grandstand runs the entire front straightaway. So I mean it's a, it's like a mile and a half of nothing but grandstand. God, it's awesome down there. But uh and then the week, the week before that, they were at Miami Homestead and mm-hmm. like uh that that track is owned by the city government and like they they like invite only. They invited special guests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean we have seen NASCAR invite some fans to come back on a limited basis. So maybe it could be done, but the the bigger question here was, is this a legitimate solution? And at this point, you know, 50 days out from the start of the season, I don't think it is.
1: Not necessarily. Unless they start really taking in those independents and really figuring out a system where eventually these guys do get to play outside of their conference. As of right now, this seems pretty superficial to me. Well, it's
0: going to eliminate some teams – from playing oh, at yeah. all. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you, you think about those lesser independents, which, honestly, they just need to go back down to FCS anyways. New Mexico State and UMass, like.
1: Yes, looking at you, assholes.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you got the shit kicked out of you on NCAA football every year when you were an independent, and you're still getting the <laughs> shit kicked out of you now as a legitimate independent. So, I, I mean, I just don't, I don't see a path for teams like that to have any sort of football season if everyone goes conference only. Uh, I don't either. Yeah, I think it's really going to suck. So I'm going to say foul. Yeah, me as well. Okay, so this is a little bit more of a personal uh, personal topic here, uh, not in any sort of like – it's personal to, to me for what I put out on Twitter. But yeah. So Fox College Football – We didn't plug
1: any of our social media. We'll just we'll okay. do that at the end. That's
0: okay. Um, Fox College Football posted a graphic on Twitter – um, earlier this week, and I quoted the tweet. Yeah, um, I saw him. On my Twitter, at Brooks A. Carter, and it was a graphic showing the winners from this past decade, 2010 through 2019, of the AP Coach of the Year. Hmm. So who all had won that award from this past decade? Nick Saban literally didn't win the award a single time, despite winning four national championships during that time span. Here's the thing.
1: As a Bama fan, I never even realized that he didn't win that. Oh, I didn't either. I hadn't. No clue. Cool. But, then,
0: but then you see it, and you're like, how the hell did he not win it at least one year?
1: Chip Kelly's on that fucking list. Twice. He's the only two-time <laughs> winner from the past decade. Oh, man. Well, I, and, the,
0: and the thing that really gets me is, okay, so who would you have said the three best coaches in college football were from this past decade?
1: From this past decade, I would have probably said Dabo Sweeney, Nick Saban, and... Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, yeah.
0: Combined, all won it once. Urban didn't win it one time, and Dabo only won it in 2015. That was the year that they've f- started their ascension into yeah. making the playoff every year. Yeah. So yeah, Urban Meyer didn't win it once. which, I I mean, 2012, he easily could have won it. His very f- oh, yeah. his very first year there, he took over a six and seven team, and although they were on academic probation or a probation from the NCAA. from Terrell Pryor oh, getting autographs yeah. for his merchandise. <laughs> what resulted in um, yeah. Jim Trussell getting fired. He went 12-0. and 0. I mean, that team makes the national championship that year if they're not
1: on probation. Oh, yeah. Well, the amount of people that were talking that year, like, should we overlook this? Is this team good enough for this probation to be thrown out? Yeah, seriously. That was a legit conversation that was being had on ESPN every fucking day about That's, that 2012 Ohio State happened
0: to Alabama, too. Alabama would have won the SEC West with uh, Dennis Franchoni back in 2000. Franchoni, baby. Back in 2002. hmm Yeah, 2002. Yeah. Uh, had uh, they not been on suspension from Philip Fulmer turning them into the NCAA.
1: Yeah. What a
0: dick. Fat Phil. <laughs> what a douche. No, so I made the comparison uh, I, in the tweet that I posted – and I 100% agreed with your tweet. I said that Nick Saban was getting the, the uh, LeBron treatment with the MVP award. And the if mm-hmm. you look in recent year, like, LeBron literally could win the award every year. Yeah. And, I mean, he is, I want to say a four-time winner, but he hasn't won it in, like, eight years. Really? Has it been that long? Yeah, he won it in, like, 2008 and 2009, and then he won it, uh, like, won it, he won it, like, each of his um, last two years Mm -hmm. um, in his first stint with Cleveland. Yeah.
1: And then he won it um, his second and third years with the Miami Heat. So you're telling me after he went back to Cleveland, he didn't win it at all? No. Are you shitting me? No. Even I know about the reign of terror that he brought to the league. I will fact Hmm. check that really quick, but
0: I I believe LeBron is only, only a four-time MVP. Oh, wow, what a
1: bum. MVP. (laughs) Only four? What a piece of shit.
0: But, I mean, he literally could have won it every year. There's uh, an
1: argument to be made, especially,
0: I mean, based on talks that I've
1: had. With yeah, four-time that,
0: most valuable player. He hasn't won it since 2013.
1: That's pretty crazy. I mean, you think about the shit that he's been able to accomplish before he went to the Lakers and his second stay with Cleveland. Oh, yeah, he brought a title back there. So, I mean, you know, you go back and I'll pull
0: up his stats. So, since 2013 – you look at what he's done um 2013-14 27 points a game uh 6.9 rebounds 6.4 assists um just insane numbers you know career high field goal percentage uh, his last year in miami led the league in fact uh with a 56 um with a 56 percent field goal percentage so i mean he's making almost 60 percent of the shots he takes that's insane yes Dude, if a
1: guy had a batting average that high, they would put him in the Hall of Fame while he was still playing.
0: And then more recently, um, you know, his final year in Cleveland. And keep in mind, this guy like doesn't miss games either. Um, his final year in Cleveland absolutely 100 should have won the MVP. Averaged at the age of uh, 33 years old, 27 and a half points per game, 9.1 assist, 8.6. Um, sorry, yeah, 9.1 assist, 8.6 rebounds. Both career highs of his entire career (laughs) that year, and drags a dreadful 4 seeded Cleveland uh, Cleveland Cavalier team to the NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean they got swept again. Yeah, but he's got. But 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 he's he's and like and you, you you look at Nick Saban. He won four national championships this past decade, and I. I think it's a an easy comparison. Is he's getting the LeBron treatment. It's, it's like they're supposed to do this.
1: It might be the perfect comparison for this situation because you have two guys that have been basic that have been dominant in their field for most of their career at, and obviously LeBron at now three different teams. So this is completely fair to make this comparison. A hundred percent. Oh, my God, you would have thought
0: the Alabama people that – I mean, because the tweet wound up getting around 1,000 likes. It wound up blowing up more than I thought it would have. You would have thought the Alabama fans that saw me make this comparison, they just – I mean – Oh, no, Saban's not... LeBron, get a...
1: Nah! Here come the fucking Bammers. Well, and they still hate LeBron because of the stupid
0: barbershop thing, I think. The the copyright thing where Alabama... Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that was annoying. I forgot and, about that, actually. Yeah, I think that is the root of some of it, but also, I really just think that, like... It's what I like to call the fine-bomb demographic of the SEC fan base. <laughs>
1: that's fucking great. The fine-bomb demographic.
0: Yeah. Like, I got some cousins in that demographic
1: <laughs> back in Alabama.
0: Everybody knows what I'm talking about, too. So that's the most polite way I can say it. Yeah. I'm going to so, call them a bunch of fucking hicks. So I want to read through. I had, I think, around five different comments. Like you
1: well, sent a few screenshots to me, yeah. and they were fantastic. They so were
0: gold. Uh, Nancy Nancy Michael, who looks like uh, about early seventies.
1: Look at look at old Nancy Michael there. Uh, yeah, Nancy's doing real well. She, hey, when, women only get that haircut when they stop fucking their husbands. And she's got little silver uh, small hoop
0: earrings mm-hmm. on. Yeah, they're fake. Um, LeBron, which she spelled L A B R O N, and that's not that's how not you, how that's spelled. LeBron, LeBron, L A. Maybe it's for the Lakers, L A, like Los Angeles. LeBron. Don't
1: read that. Don't read that deep into it. I don't think she's that smart. She's not smart enough to make that connection. <laughs> maybe
0: she's from L A, Lower Alabama. Yeah, she looks like it. Uh, LeBron is being arrogant. That's all she said. I don't know what that has to do with the contract. LeBron
1: said nothing. This is your comment of comparing him to Nick Saban in this situation.
0: Uh, HBJ Trump supporter, in parentheses, <laughs> Bama forever.
1: I didn't even see that fucking handle. <laughs> Read it to me again. His
0: name is HBJ, which I think is his name.
1: Yeah, Harold Boring Johnson or whatever. Joseph
0: something. Joseph H. is uh, in his Twitter handle. Whatever. But his name is HBJ-Trump supporter, and then in parentheses, Bama forever.
1: Why? Why is his name so long, first of all? I just hate that I have... I'm. I have something in common with him. I really hate that. <laughs> Please don't compare
0: Nick and LeBron in the same talk. Thanks, but he put thanks with an apostrophe S. What a fucking
1: dum-dum. <laughs> this guy
0: stinks. Um, Danny, at, uh, Twitter handle, at BamaCardsPack. So Should think we be
1: giving out their Twitter handles? Who
0: gives a shit? It's, nah, that's a good point. It's public information. That's a good point. They quoted my tweet. That's a good point. Uh, I think he's a St. Louis Cardinals fan and an Alabama football fan. That, Please don't ever speak that crying fool's name in the same sentence as, uh, as Nick Saban, or in the same sentence at Nick Saban. Okay, there is no comparison between the two. One is the goat, and the other is a tool. I mean, it's, it's like ugh. like that's the thing. Okay, so okay I was talking me. to one of my best friends, um, Marquise, which yeah. Justin knows.
1: Marquise. He worked
0: dude. in radio in Tuscaloosa, Alabama for about three two or three years. Yeah. Dealing with this same type of with fan. The demographic. With the fine bomb demographic. <laughs> and even in the local media there at times, like oh, yeah. people they just don't un- they don't get the NBA. It's not important to them. And to them, probably the exposure that they've gotten from LeBron is the excessive media coverage that he gets, which can be too much and can lead to someone, you know, if you watch ESPN and it's LeBron all over the place, and then also LeBron has been as a polarizing athlete has been fairly outspoken, especially recently and yeah. if you look at the social and political
1: climate and he's been shitting on Trump since the dude took office,
0: yeah, and he's not so I mean like naturally, the Feinbomb demographic's probably not going to like him if you if you couple that with the fact that he you know tried to copyright the barbershop thing that Alabama was also doing and that just fired everybody up. That
1: fired everybody, but that whole thing, I think you sent this to me and I don't know if Marquis said it to you, but it's the uh, the stick to sports. Oh, it is. People, it's the sticks. Yeah. The shut up and dribble people. And I fucking hate those people. I hate them so much because if I went around, I I don't I'm not going to get into my own politics. But they're very different from almost I have no one in my life that I agree with on a lot of stuff. I and mean, most people don't. But here's the th- If I went around saying that, oh, I don't like watch. I-, I shit talk LeBron and he should just stick to sports because he and I disagree on... Oh, and Just acknowledge that he's good at what he
0: does. That's oh. really the basis of the entire argument. You don't have to like the guy, but he's one of the greatest players in NBA history. It's and so that's, not stupid. Up- that's not up for debate. No, it's not. But it's so stupid and to sa- say... In the same breath, too, Nick Saban is one of the greatest at what he does in college football.
1: hundred percent. And if he and, came and, out, and, he may come out and support your political cause and you would fucking praise him for that. It's just the people that hate being disagreed with. They don't... it. These people get under my fucking skin, man, because so, it just infuriates me to watch them go shit on somebody that's a professional, and by the way, and to call them shitty, I'm like, dude. First of all, if LeBron James was in front of you, you would kiss his dick because he would murder you with one hand. He's a giant, yeah, freak so, athlete. So
0: Nick Saban is the goat, and LeBron is a tool. There's seven players in NBA history that have scored over thirty thousand points, and LeBron is one of them.
1: Yeah. That's insane, and this guy has the fucking term "Trump supporter" in his Twitter handle.
0: No, that was the different
1: guy. Oh, really? Fuck. Really so, not- so
0: uh, the re- the the reply to this quoted tweet was um, retired veteran is his name. Okay, um, has something to do with Spartan in his uh, in his Twitter handle. Fucking a right, LeBron is a shit stain. Best <clears throat> part of him ran down his. Uh, re- best part of him ran down the crack of his mom's ass.
1: Jesus. Is that where he thinks babies come from? The ass? Just because you're a piece can't of you shit. Just read mean this In like
0: an like like early 2000s Dale Jr. voice. Dude, yes. <laughs> fucking A-Right. LeBron is a shit stain. Oh my God. The best part of him
1: ran down his mom's ass crack. I just hate the people that tweet like they talk. I mean, I, I, That's the voice I read that I ha- I know it is, but it's just that's how he. Fucking A-Right. That doesn't make any sense. You dumb dumb. You fucking moron. it's just these people bother the shit out of me because if an athlete came out and said that they love like when I'm sure when the when Drew Brees made his comments a couple weeks ago about like I don't like people disrespecting the flag, whatever, I don't give a shit what he says. I'm sure all of those, like these same people, were like, Drew Brees is a hero and, and go Saints and all this stuff. I and mean, that's fine that they said that. Yeah, but here's the thing they're hypocrites because they'll turn around and tell LeBron to shut up and dribble and stick to sports because they disagree with him. Yeah. So just shut up. I don't care what any athlete's political views are. Like, at all, if I went around boycotting everything that disagreed with me, I would use just don't and quote watch, Hitler like Deshaun Jackson. Don't quote Hitler. Yeah, let's fucking. <laughs> that's
0: like a, if there's one role out there, shit. don't quote Hitler. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's fine. Hitler, Stalin, Mao, Pol Pot let's, There's a let's few. Just guys, avoid all of the dictators. That's just yeah. That's just that was a thing that I felt. I felt that uh, when when Kaepernick was going through his whole thing years ago, and I, I felt like he was making some legit points, and then I remember seeing a. Uh, a press conference where he was going to be talking about this, and he walks out and he's wearing a uh, Fidel Castro T-shirt. I'm like, how can you be talking about police brutality and then wear a shirt with Fidel Castro on it? I'm sure there's lots of Cubans out there going, hey, what the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah, so don't be like Deshaun Jackson. (laughs) But yeah, those people that tweeted you... Are foul. Yeah, fuck them. They're foul. They suck. They're foul. All
0: right, so um, that will be it for fair or foul and we will transition over to something we will call uh, Watch and React. Um, down the road, we will have a little transitional thing here, but uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it here. So Watch and React is a uh, – Justin and I have each found – th- I've got three. Do you have three? Yeah, i got three. Okay, so we'll do three apiece each week. Of could be viral videos. It could be just something we found funny. Something we – typically my goal was this is to find something that's going to either make you – uh, like perplexed and think hard or laugh your ass off.
1: Yeah, none of mine are going to make you think
0: at all. Mine probably won't. Mine might for a second.
1: <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Oh, shit.
0: My <laughs> second one might think, uh, might, it'll make you think for just a second.
1: Okay, well then, are you, do you want to pull yours up first?
0: Yeah, so... Let my, me see this. Well, the first one, uh, this is uh, from TikTok here, and I, th- I think I got to turn my dude up here. Let me pod my guy up
1: here. This is solid broadcasting. This oh, is fantastic. This is great about podcasts. Nobody really cares. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is happening?
0: Hey, stop! 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 What, stop! Why is stop, that? Stop. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> what happened? Why does that? Oh, Hang on. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> now it's inside of it.
1: What happened?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is uh, courtesy of uh, Kennedy North on TikTok. I feel like we were not doing any, like,
1: no color commentary was happening. Oh, was- I'll
0: explain what happened. I don't know okay. what was happening. So now. her caption says, so my dad bought a new bull. This is, uh, her dad is a farmer. And as you can see, it is going swell. So if you've ever been on a farm... You know how they have those plastic like trough feeders that, that they can. I, it's stuck in a feeder. It got all the way inside of the feeder and That's and got bastard and got stuck. And then it's trying to back itself up, but it's so big and strong because it's a fucking bull <laughs> that it can't get out of it. It's
1: fucking stuck.
0: So it's just walking backwards trying to get out of it, and it has no leverage because it's just going through the field, and it's totally blind. <laughs> then at one point, as it approaches like one of those huge like metal cubic pods. It hit one of those big shipping crates. Yeah. yeah you can hear the dad start going, stop, 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 like it's going to understand
1: what it's saying. Yelling stop at a bull. Is real, <laughs> real smart. It's like yelling stop at a train, you idiot. Hold on, stop, and the bull's going to go, oh, sorry. It actually did kind of slow down after it hit it,
0: but I doubt that had anything to do with the guy saying anything. It just hit. It was like, ouch. It probably hit its massive
1: ball sack. Yeah, dude. The nuts on those things. Holy so
0: shit. Uh, then at that point, the funniest part of the video is right after that because it winds up flipping over, and then the, uh, the, the daughter who was filming it pans up, and all of a sudden, the thing is it has flipped itself over, and it's just standing inside of it. It's like, oh, shit, what just happened?
1: It's like, oh, I can see now. Where the hell am I? It's like a fucking magic trick. I saw that earlier today, and I like, I w- I watched it over about three times. That is fantastic. I love every second of that. That was really great. Do you want to see mine now?
0: Yeah, we'll rotate.
1: Okay. Um, well, this one just really makes me laugh, because it is a video of... So I'll set it up here. It's a video of a woman who... The, the original tag was a cop, but it turns out she's actually just a professional security guard that has a uh, radio on. So she's not even actually a cop. And she goes to a McDonald's drive-thru. Egg McMuffin is uh, what yeah, I'm saying Egg, She goes to a McDonald's drive-thru to get an Egg McMuffin and uh, has uh, has some trouble.
2: I've never actually done a live video before, but...
1: She's just sitting in it's her truck. It's kind of the
2: way things are going now. Like all good um, white
1: people do when they want to make viral videos. <laughs> the in interstate trucks.
2: is stopped because of, I guess, a bad wreck. And so I decided to come to the McDonald's at Love's on the Ford Avenue exit. That was your biggest mistake. And the McDonald's at Love's? Truck,
1: truck stock McDonald's. I didn't even know they had McDonald's inside Love's. I thought if you just went to a Love's, you could get a biscuit from there. No, sometimes like the, the truck stops like that have them. Okay, all right.
2: Waited in line to get my food. I had already done my mobile order, so that you know, I don't know you could do mobile orders at McDonald's. Don't now. pay it's pretty for slack. my stuff because I just always like to pay for it myself. But I'm on my way home from work. Um,
1: Where she's not a. When cop. I pull up
2: to the window, they hand me my receipt. So I go to the second window to get my food, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. waiting.
1: That's what happens.
2: And so the girl comes to the window and asks me what my order was. I repeat my order.
1: Because she works at a McDonald's. She's not that bright. Um, That's what happens. Order. But she's already crying.
2: And they ask me to pull up because my food's not ready. It's uh, an English muffin meal with... Don't give it an English mu- don't give it It's not it. English
0: It's an Egg McMuffin It's an Egg McMuffin They've it's copyrighted ve- it They've It's a, they, very They, they like to put MC In front of everything
1: It's very American There's nothing English About a McMuffin I
2: haven't eaten Since uh, Probably about I mean I've been up For a very long time But I haven't eaten In a while So I was kind of hungry And but She looks like I'm every girl waiting. I went to high
1: school with That wanted and to be a cop I'm still waiting
2: <laughs> And they asked me to pull up
1: Shortstop on the softball so team So pull up forward And Or a catcher uh,
2: 100%. a girl comes out with my coffee and just the coffee and she hands it to me and I have my window down why is she crying and that's all she hands me is the coffee <laughs> so i told her i said don't bother with the food because right now i'm too nervous to take it it doesn't matter how many hours i've been up it doesn't matter what i've done for anyone what have you done? Right now, I'm too nervous to take a meal from McDonald's. You, First of all, I can't see it being-
1: you should always be nervous to take a meal from McDonald's. <laughs> that's a good point. You should 100% be like, am I going to get diarrhea from this? Yeah, that's a good point. Am I going to see a fight? You should always be nervous. Is the ice cream machine... Uh, no, it's broken. The ice- oh, it's broken. Never mind. It's always <laughs> broken. It's always... Mate.
2: I don't know what's going on with people nowadays. Neither do we. <laughs> what the hell's happening? But please, just give us a break. Please,
1: just give us a break. So <laughs> she's not she's, a police officer. She is then. not a cop. But she's talking about like people need to give cops a break because I don't know. I guess she thought there was a <laughs> story.
0: <laughs> it sounds like
1: I'm not gonna. I'm just.
0: I, I can't give too much information into who this person is but i'm just going to say that i know someone who went to an 18 month associates uh like like medical assistant degree and told everyone she was in medical school
1: <laughs> that's usually everyone that goes to a trade school tries to fucking dress it up like no i'm in i'm oh yeah be, i'm
0: in med, i'm in medical school no you're not
1: i'm going to be a nurse i'm like i saw you down at the fucking technical school yeah that's literally all ago. you're doing you're going to give people shots you're going to be a school nurse they have to put the word school in front of it because you're not actually a nurse.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's the same concept though. She's she's sa-
1: referring to herself as a cop here. Yeah, she thinks she's a cop because she wanted to be but she couldn't pass some fucking test. I don't know what it is. Like apparently a couple weeks before this there was some type of rumor that the these cops got Tainted milkshakes at a steak and shake, and I think they just got diarrhea because the milk was old. But they were like, "People are poisoning." Well, cops. Everyone's so on edge right now, dude. Everyone's on edge that apparently they're crying. Like I'm too nervous to drink this shit coffee from McDonald's. I don't mind. I don't Actually, mind
0: McDonald's coffee. It's not
1: bad. I would rather have a hot. If I'm in the, if it's the middle of the night and I'm driving cross country, or like early in the morning, I'm driving. I'd rather have McDonald's. Regular black coffee than Starbucks. Regular black coffee. Or if we're going with a truck stop, uh, Pilot's coffee is actually pretty good. Pilot has loves loves usually has some pretty decent coffee. She sh- see this was her problem. She
0: should have just gone out there and got something off the off the roller, one, like one of those hot dogs or taquitos off the
1: roller. It's 100% fresher than whatever the hell she's getting at McDonald's. Fre- I don't. It, it know. It was made that day. It doesn't mean it's good, but it was made. Oh, that- it certainly it certainly was not made that
0: day. <laughs> It was made somewhere else, and it was taken out of the freezer and put on the roller that
1: day. Don't take this away from me. (laughs) Don't crush my dreams. So
0: uh, let's go to... Lord, help. (laughs) She's crying over an Egg McMuffin. She thought
1: someone was going to kill her. It's like, bitch, you are not that important.
0: All right, so let's go on to the next one here. And um, I saw this one back in June, and I I saved it. Uh, Pardon the music. It's just, like, stupid, like stock music okay but uh, this is apparently supposed to be a device for your bed that keeps it from rattling during earthquakes
1: okay that makes sense
0: and I say device for earthquakes with a question mark or could it be used for something else hang on a second holy shit (laughs)
1: Oh, that thing's for fucking. Oh, my God. So it's a thing that they attach to the back of the headboard and it braces it against the wall. Dude, she's going to town on that thing. That thing is for bones. So it's, a,
0: it's supposed to absorb energy from your headboard during an earthquake to prevent it from, like, uh, like, for stabilization and prevent it from making so much sound. Like, that is 100% for someone having Yeah, that's sex. for having a
1: dick quake, bro. You're that That is not for... <laughs> That is not for earthquakes. I don't know who designed that. Those replies are fucking golden. Yeah, the replies are hilarious. Holy shit. The very hilarious. first
0: reply is a, a gif of uh, Matthew Perry and friends, Chandler
1: opening the bed.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and inviting someone into bed.
1: Inviting someone to get fucked.
0: Yeah, so it's like one of those accounts on Twitter that posts, like, um, like, cool like little informative videos like like like, did you know or how about like here's what this thing does tired of
1: paying three dollars for this thing make it with ninety seven dollars worth of shit from Home Depot you don't have it's
0: almost like uh, it was like one of those like as seen on TV things yeah and it's like this is it's like oh this is for earthquakes
1: it's for earthquakes
0: this is not for earthquakes or for if you still live in your mom's house and you don't want her to hear you fucking your boyfriend
1: yeah if you don't want to hear someone fucking if you don't want to hear someone hearing you fuck that's I fucked all of those words up. I fucking like crashed and burned on that sentence twice. Did you just have a stroke? Dude, I got, that, I got that sentence off the ground a little bit, and it fell down, but it didn't break completely, and then I tried to fly it again, and it fucked up again. <laughs> this is the worst plane ever. Jesus. All right, I'm going to play my other video because right. is just a pile of shit what I just did. So this one is not as much fun as the other ones. This is a video from a protest in Seattle, and look at this, look, boom, dude, did you see that? This happened on July 4th. This guy ran his car into a protest. Holy Christ, dude, he hit two people.
0: Okay, so... The one I didn't put on here this week that it's, yeah. it's kind of dated at this point. It was right when all the riots and stuff started happening. Yeah, but it was the funniest shit that I had seen. Like a lot of that stuff was very serious that was going on. This was the there com- were hilarious this moments. This was the comedic relief out of all of it that I needed. The dude who shows up at the St. Louis uh, in St. Louis, Missouri, at the uh, riots and protests that they're having there. Some freaking white dude who must love. Uh, you know live out in rural Missouri and Hunt's deer just shows up with a fucking deer bow and it That's starts right. firing it off he, into he, he had firing a, it off into the eye it's like what do you think he then, had
1: a compound bow and he was standing like and, out and, right outside of his car he literally just got out and started firing it in the crowd he was also terrible with it. Oh, he yeah. He was not good at firing. And that then
0: bow. he got at, like, they ran and, like,
1: trampled him Thank and then set God. his car on fire. They set his car on you didn't fire? Did
0: not see that whole video? No, I did not see that yes, whole video. Yes. It's like, and I, I didn't even feel sorry for him. It's like, what are you thinking, dude? It's like, What what is his thought process of, you know, watching the news? It. He's watching the news and he's thinking, this has made
1: me so mad. I'm going to go get my deer bow I'm going to drive downtown and start shooting people with I'm it. I'm going to start shooting people with a bow right outside. I mean, first of all, this guy's not in good shape. You're not going to be able to outrun this crowd do you know how long I think it he had on the dad new balances he did he's not gonna how long do you think it takes you to knock a bow back dude come on that's you just know, not practical it's not practical if you're gonna go not not that i'm saying you, you should go and fire projectiles into a crowd but a bow is the probably the worst one you can at fight. least make it flaming arrows no shit yeah set something on fire <laughs> he brought he brought a bow to a what fight they didn't don't have know. guns he brought a bow to a fist fight. It's the worst <laughs> shit ever. It's terrible. <laughs>
0: that wasn't on Watch and React, but that was something else that, that happened a, with protests. All, yeah,
1: that was fucking crazy. But that one, the one I just showed you, that was a crazy video. I think those two people died. I don't know.
0: All right, my last one is actually sports-related.
1: Oh, great. Let's
0: get to some sports shit. <laughs> and this is actually from uh, from a while back, but uh, I just found it in my saved like bookmarks on Instagram, and I'm like, this will be good. So this is uh, from a high school basketball game.
1: And uh, not a, no audio really necessary here. So, what, so color commentate. Use some of that experience you got there. So... <laughs> I would say that would be a lane violation, wouldn't you think? I don't know. We went over this at the beginning. I don't know rules of basketball. That chick just ate shit.
0: So this is uh, from <laughs> poor girl, uh, a high school basketball game uh, from this past basketball season. So like li- this past school year, yeah. And anybody that's ever played basketball, especially like when, when a free throw is being shot, if you're on defense, especially if you're a post player or something, so you're the lower one, you're the one that's got the best advantage of getting the rebound. You're the lowest one, closest one to the goal. This girl was trying to anticipate the shot going because you can actually as soon as the ball leaves the free throw shooter's hand, yeah, you can enter the lane and start boxing out to try to get a rebound. Oh, okay. So if you'll look here as the video plays over again, she is trying to anticipate when the ball is leaving her hand. See the girl <laughs> the, the girl kind of does, <laughs> she does a little she kind of does has like a little hitch in her shot. See that a, first that first little hitch where she dips down. She's got a pump fake. Yeah and the chick like <laughs> was on the tip of her toes trying to anticipate it and literally just face planted. That is She wound up falling on her tiptoes and then tried to keep herself from having a lane violation. And, like, I don't know how she didn't break her nose.
1: That is I, – dude, I bet she did. She's going to end up wearing one of those terrifying masks that LeBron wore a few years ago. We need to uh, post all the links from these. Yeah, uh, we'll put them in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put them
0: in the show notes. We so, got them all. Yeah. So that was my last video. What is your last one?
1: My last one is one of my favorite videos of all time of a uh, a Southern gentleman like ourselves uh, trying... Is that uh, a whiskey? Yeah. I don't know. Is it?
0: I feel like I've heard of something called Southern Gentleman.
1: There's probably Southern Comfort. I think I'm
0: mixing Gentleman Jack and Southern Comfort in my head.
1: They're very different.
0: (laughs) That would be a terrible cocktail.
1: Dude, mixing two whiskeys together? Yeah, it would suck ass. would <laughs> be the worst shit ever. Hey, do you want to die? Sure. Put these in a glass. Figure that for the fuck out. Yeah, this is another southern gentleman like ourselves uh, tr- oh, testing out some uh, some dog food for us. Howdy, folks? How the hell y'all doing? old cat catfish. Crank it up for me, baby. Live, baby. I've been noticing a lot of people. They talk about my dog will only eat this kind of food or my dog will only eat this kind of food because it costs more. <laughs> I want to test that out. I think it's bullshit. Here, I got some mighty dog food, and some kind of shit. He's busting open the can. is a cheaper Look, can. Now, is he going to be giving this to a dog to test Looks it Looks like out? he bought it at Dollar General. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he going to give this? No, he's eating it. No, he's eating it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is
1: not,
0: this is a spray come out okay, of his We mouth. got
1: That's a little dog food. This guy didn't. He, has, he, just, sh- he just
0: sniffed it. He hasn't even eaten it yet. Oh, uh, he's all over he's his hands, blowing uh,
1: chunks. This guy doesn't give a shit about throwing uh, it. This guy does not care. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. They both taste like shit. <laughs> Yeah, we need that as a. Drop. It don't matter what kind of dog food it is, folks. <laughs> it just tastes like shit.
0: <laughs> we need, and that. that goes by. You know that there is so much validity to that. Like the people that spend like sixty five dollars on a bag of uh, of the the blue brand dog
1: food. Oh yeah, uh, fuck. Why your dog will eat another dog. It doesn't care. No, before, I mean, like, they've been eating, dogs have been
0: eating the same kind of dog food from Pedigree and perina for years and years and years, and they've been living, you know, 10, 12, 15 years. Like, they're not going to, their life expectancy isn't going to go
1: any longer because you're feeding them something. Like, I, like, Imagine if we found a thing that would make it, like, turns out now dogs live to be 30. they are like, fuck, that's a long time. To We're going to have, have
0: to, to feed- redo dog years then. We're going to have to redo the calculator on dog years. Yeah.
1: Or it's, it's going to stay the same. We're just going to have these old, decrepit dogs at 30 years old. They're not going to be able to see or move, but they're like, they're alive, I guess. Well, that,
0: if, you, if you ever watched any of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour stuff. Of course I did. Uh, one of the little like skits that uh, or like bits that Larry the Cable Guy did was he was talking about he was in the PetSmart one time, and there was a guy in there, a worker in there, was trying to sell him. A water purifying machine for like for, for his dogs for drinking dogs. water. And he looks at him and goes, Well, hell, he just ate a turd 10 minutes ago. Do you got any turd purifying machines in here? <laughs> Dude, I remember. It's, I mean, they licked their ass. I mean, like.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad having a conversation with the vet once about how our dog, Scamp, was eating his own shit a lot. He's like, how do we get him to stop? And the vet was like, well, we have these things, these pills you can give the dog. It'll make his shit taste real bad. <laughs> so it doesn't taste worry. bad already? And my dad was like, how bad does that pill taste where it makes shit taste bad? Worse. How? No, not bad, worse. How <laughs> bad does that fucking pill taste where a dog would eat it and go... I don't want to eat this shit anymore.
0: Ugh. Oh, that's what, like, yeah, not bad, worse. Because there's no way it tastes good to begin with.
1: Imagine licking your own turd and being like, that's pretty good. And then licking it after you eat a pill and going, now oh, now it's not good anymore. <laughs> that's the worst shit ever. That's
0: dog logic, though. That's that's my point, though.
1: Like, we love them.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like, the, he tried fancy fancy dog food. And, and the fact little, of the matter is, they're every one of those little cans of food are probably less than a
1: dollar anyways. No shit. That's disgusting, but I'm glad that I watched it. It's my favorite video of all time.
0: Yeah, Justin's showing, showing me that one a couple of times. <laughs> so uh, each week, that's it for uh, Watch and React this week. Um, that was a
1: long r- segment.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we're coming up on about an hour, so we're going to wrap up the inaugural episode of Fair or Foul, and we will wrap up each week with a fun story from sports history. i like to bring just a fun little historical element into it.
1: Um, You're great about having these types of fun stories. Like you always have well, some good ones they'll, from they'll
0: occasionally be relevant if it's you know relevant to somebody's birthday or current events or something yeah. like that, or they just may have zero relevance whatsoever. And that's what this one is this week. This is a story from Alex Rodriguez's rookie year. Uh, this is a story that Chris Basio told, uh, who uh, now plays for the Cubs, um, told on Chicago Sports Radio a few years back. And he said that uh, they were on a road game series in Kansas City. This is uh, when he was playing for the uh, Seattle Mariners, which is mm-hmm. who Alex Rodriguez came into the league uh, with. And uh, Bazio, who I think – I'm not sure if he's still playing. Uh, he's the pitching coach for the Cubs now. That's, oh, okay. okay. So, yeah. Um, so this was probably back late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, when he's coming up and uh, with the Mariners and as a rookie. Uh, Alex Rodriguez and he said they were in Kansas City for uh, and doing early hitting so they were out there several hours before the game Alex who had never been to Kansas City at that point shows up it's about 106 out on the turf because they used to have AstroTurf there at Kauffman Stadium turf gets
1: hot as shit
0: Yep. and he shows up and he's got a big bag of Taco Bell oh my god and he's sitting in the dugout and says, hey, guys, anybody want a taco? Jay Berner, who was a veteran on the team, says really, he says he's a really high-spirited Texan, bald dude, you know, the type that has that mean demeanor, but uh, really has the heart of a puppy dog. He walks up to Alex and goes, what are you doing? How come you didn't get here earlier? You're not here for early hitting. You're late. He goes, oh, man, I'm just having some food. I'm starving. If you'll remember, when Alex came up, he was around nineteen or twenty, so he was really yeah. He was he, a, he, was, he was a kid. Kid, yeah, yeah. And Jay goes, "Wow, man, that's awesome! You got Taco Bell. You uh, going to get any? Uh, did you, you going to get that for everybody?" Alex goes, "Oh yeah, I brought plenty." <laughs> so at this point, Jay Burner picks up the bag, throws it in the air, takes his bat and swings it, and just smashes the tacos all over the <laughs> wall in the dugout. <laughs>
1: That's not where I was expecting that to go.
0: Oh my god. Said, "Don't ever be late for uh, early hitting again, rookie." Now clean this shit up.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. I wish I could Think sing.
0: about uh, but think about Taco Bell tacos, like just all that that the soft the, ones, f- the fake oh. meat and all that. Just, well, I think about that. If you ever spill lettuce or the cheese out of that in your car, Ugh. that shit stays. Like, dude, that the, lettuce
1: gets everywhere.
0: Oh, and so so does the little tiny cheese. So does the cheese, Justin. Yes, you know, in your kitchen.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you did spill cheese all over my fucking kitchen. <laughs> Brooks was living with us for a while, and for a month after he left, I'm finding cheese.
0: Yeah. It was cheese I'd put on the top of spaghetti.
1: Fucking dummy spilled pasta everywhere on my kitchen table for a month. I kept getting texts from my girlfriend like, "I found more cheese on yeah, the but, air vent."
0: So, like, but uh, the little tiny like finely shredded cheese like they use at Taco Bell. Yeah, like that, that is, stuff
1: will just like
0: get hard and just vacate to everywhere. every crevice of your
1: car ever. I just wish I could see the look on. But A-Rod's it's one hundred and six
0: degrees. Think about him cleaning up that nasty. Taco Bell, and it's it's like boiling, is it? Like
1: it's bubbling. The cheese is like melted to the turf, (laughs) it's all evaporating because it's mostly water and other dumb shit. But what we know is A Rod now, the gentleman
0: who has hit over 660 home runs, and is currently hitting the greatest home run ever. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, that's true. Um, That's life's home run. Yeah, I don't know very many 50 year olds that look as good as JLo does.
1: I know zero. Shania Twain? No, she doesn't. She still doesn't look as good as J Lo, No, he. she doesn't. But I love Shania Twain, and I'll kill anybody that says otherwise. I know that's the only reason I brought her up. Justin <laughs> and I had a whole conversation about. Dude, how we both had a thing for. Dude, Shania her husband. Twain. Her husband, looks like me. I legit. I am a better looking younger version of Shania Twain's current husband. I have a legitimate shot.
0: I don't think she's gonna cheat because that's literally what happened to her with her first husband cheating on her with her best friend. Like.
1: Yeah, but what if that guy dies or something? I'll be there. Okay.
0: Okay, fair enough. So uh, that's this week's (laughs) foul story, as we'll call it, to play off the show title. A-Rod gets gets his Taco Bell blasted in the dugout, and then it came out blasted in the toilet later. Oh, yeah. Well, he probably didn't eat it. Well, if if he did, what a champ. That's such a rookie mentality, too, because it's like – Just
1: show up to hitting practice with
0: Oh No, also it's like – He's obviously still like in that in that nineteen twenty year old mentality. Like, oh, i want to go get Taco Bell. It's yeah. Like, it's not even registering with him that he has a multi million dollar contract. I can get something better than Taco Bell.
1: Yeah, it's like you can go get literally anything. There are probably runners that they, the team has where you can just be like, hey, can you go? They get probably me? had
0: food in the clubhouse he could have eaten. That would have been better than that.
1: Also, that.
0: I mean, they they hire cooks <laughs> to the t- like these. They, you're a professional baseball player.
1: Eh, sometimes you just get a craving, man. Yeah. That's why Tiger Woods was out there banging Applebee's waitresses. It's not because that's the best pussy he could get. It's because it's the seediness of it. It's like, oh, I could have a multi-million dollar. It's like Chipper Jones. His current wife is a former Hooters waitress. I a boy. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, it's who he cheated on his first wife with and then got her pregnant, and then he married her. Another
1: reason to like Chipper Jones. They just keep coming out. (laughs) So that's it for Personally Foul this week. Uh,
0: Justin uh, and I will be doing this every Sunday evening. Um, eventually we'll start having the episodes actually posted every Sunday as well. Uh, I would say that would probably start next week, but yeah, um, got some, uh, got some post-production stuff to kind of get figured out with the first episode here. but uh, we hope you enjoyed the show this week. You can uh, find us uh, in a variety of ways. I am on Twitter
1: and Instagram at Brooks a. Carter. Uh, Justin, throw yours out. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at That's Music. That's J-E-N-N-I-S-M-U-S-I-C.
0: And I didn't even really allow Justin a moment to, like, I introduced myself, but Justin is himself uh, has a little bit of a music background, and then also you host your own podcast.
1: Yeah, I host a podcast called That Guy's Podcast, where I take uh, on different topics within the world of rock and heavy metal. Um, most recently, I'm doing a deep dive on a very extreme subgenre of heavy metal, that is based out of Europe from the 1980s, called Black Metal. And uh, if you want to check that out, it's on any podcasting platform. You can check that out. And if you're, uh,
0: if you're a nerdy music guy that's really into rock and roll and heavy metal, like oh, Justin yeah. is, uh, it's a great it's a great
1: listen. It's great for you. And you need to plug your uh, the oh SEC stuff yeah. as
0: well. If we're going to talk about a lot of SEC football or just college football in general, you can uh, follow my little hobby account that I do on. Um, it's really everywhere now. It's on uh, your it's little on,
1: hobby account just hit 10,000 followers, my man. It
0: did on Instagram um, at SEC Football Vids, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok now. We're on Facebook at facebook.com backslash SEC Football Vids. It's a bunch of uh, old um, highlight videos from SEC Football and then also posting some current content as well uh the podcast will be available pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts will be in the process of getting everything uh going with that so itunes soundcloud spotify anywhere you can think of we'll we'll get it going there and uh we'll have it tweeted out probably from our personal accounts we don't have uh, a show account or anything like that we do have an email address though and that is personally foul at gmail.com if you want to You know, tell us any suggestions or comments on the show, or just tell us how bad you fucking hate the show. Yeah, tell us we
1: suck. I don't care. Do whatever you want, as long as you send us an email.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, once again, he's Justin Ennis. I'm Brooks Carter. Thanks for tuning in this week. We will end the show every week. As I just mentioned, Justin's musical background and interest, expertise, whatever with our getaway song. What is this week's getaway song? Uh,
1: This week's getaway song is a song called Grave by a Florida-based metalcore band Wage War off of their August 2019 release, Pressure. It's a fantastic song and uh, one of the best in modern metalcore. I'm really excited about it.
2: Yeah.